from quarantine and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I am Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories about how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss Season 3, Episode 2, Homecoming. Homecoming. This one was written by Greg Berlanti. Uh, again, the only writer to survive from season two on to Dawson's Creek season three, directed by Melanie Mayron, who directed the reunited episode in the second season. The one that's like uh, half mental breakdown, half yeah. French farce. French farce. <laughs> <laughs> um, this originally aired on October 6th, 1999. The description from Wikipedia. All right. It's wild. I'm just <laughs> prep. <laughs> As Pacey and Joey leaves Capeside to collect Andy from hospital. I'm thinking they're British. That's like a British or Australian. We would say the hospital here in yeah. the US of A. Um, Dawson is manipulated by his father and the school principal to produce a film about football for the upcoming pep rally. However, the ultimate stars of the film, which is seen by many students and teachers, are Dawson and Eve, who inadvertently appear semi-clothed. <laughs> the same night, Jen is revealed to be the new head cheerleader, and Jack, the new star of the football team. Two facts which stun Pacey, Joey, and Andy, who are watching from the audience. Pacey is overjoyed to be spending time with Andy, but she doesn't appear as excited to see him. And when confronted by her boyfriend, Andy makes a shocking confession to sleeping with someone else. Jack has an unexpected encounter with his father who has returned to Capeside. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. Okay, so my history's mysteries. On October 5th, 1999, 31 people die in the Ladbroke Grove rail crash west of London, England. Hmm. And on October 9th, 1999, it was the last flight of the SR-71 Blackbird, which was a military plane. That was a big hmm. deal for some reason that I don't know. Um, and... Um, <laughs> That's but that's what was happening. Number one movie, Hanging Tough at number one, uh, Double Jeopardy with Ashley Judd, um, Morgan Freeman. Is is it? Um, is it Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, is it? Is it? No, no, is no, it no Tony no. Goldwyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty sure. And uh, the shitty husband, Tony Goldwyn. And um, yeah. number one song is Heartbreaker by Mariah Carey featuring Jay Z. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. Banger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, just before we get started and get into the episode, Aaron, I just wanted to remind everyone that you can pre-order our book. I remember everything Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, anywhere you get your books. Um, we do have signed copies available on rarebirdlit.com. And we would love it if you pre-ordered it from your local bookstore, whatever that may be. Um, I just wanted to tell people we had some questions. It is available internationally. So if you're an international um, listener, wherever you get your books, you should be able to order this book from them. So 
So yay. And thank you to everyone who already ordered it. That was so exciting. I know. Get, like screen grabs. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so awesome. And and just like thank you for the like lovely um words that you guys sent us. You you were so um excited along with us and like I can't tell you how much that meant to us and means yeah. to us. Um so um, <laughs> I have a hard time talking about things that I'm excited about or proud of. So. <laughs> no, you're all like, <laughs> I'm yeah, all, thank you. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> I'm working on being better at that. But thank you guys. I mean, like, really, truly, it means the world. Um, so I want to say, Aaron, starting off on this episode, there's no previously on. Yeah, I was wondering that. I was wondering if it didn't. I can't remember if there was a previously on in 1999 or not, if we just didn't get one on the streaming. But like, we see Andy and she wasn't in the last episode. Uh Yeah, I couldn't tell. Sometimes it doesn't do the previously on when you're streaming it. So I couldn't tell if it was one of those situations. But Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, there's no way they always had it on an episode. I feel like they always did. Yeah. So like they always did. Yeah. yeah. So we open at Capeside High. Yeah. I so mean, again, season three is not in Dawson's room, not in Dawson's room. Yeah. And like, I, I was wondering because, you know, we got all new writers basically. Like, do you think they were yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. fuck this shit? <laughs> like throw all this out the <laughs> I window. Think so yeah. Yeah. Which and like well also did they have a set of his room? Or yeah, they, they only... had a set. Okay, yeah. So it was okay. So I was wondering they didn't do inside scenes of the house at all. Uh yeah, in this episode. Yeah. I mean yeah, those, yeah, yeah. I think they have all those they had all those sets, but yeah. Um uh, yeah, interesting. I, I mean I like it. I, I like when we move outside of the show being yeah. kind of specifically revolving around Dawson. Um and season it's three, cool. of course does that yeah even more yeah, so than exactly. season two yeah yeah so we're at capeside high and dawson and pc are talking and you know dawson's like oh are you nervous and and pacey's reveals he's gonna go pick up andy from the the hospital facility what are we gonna call it i called it um a I, I i feel like i called it a like mental health facility or something like that I, yeah. uh, let me get down in my notes i forget I what exactly it several things i did, I did too <laughs> so i was like we just need to decide now but i know okay anyways yeah pacey's like freaking out he's like gonna puke he's yeah, so he's nervous like, my stomach is gurgling doesn't, doesn't know like what it's gonna be like you know because it's been a long time yeah. and like so the whole point was to change like she needed a change you know right and so that's scary you know you're like totally what we want to happen is change but like ugh, what does that you know mean? what does that mean yeah and and Paisley's like I'm so nervous I think I'm gonna spontaneously combust and like you know he, he he's like uh, Dawson's like oh when are you gonna pick up Andy and he's like oh I'm going this afternoon I'm leaving at lunch and Dawson yeah. great friend that he is yeah. is like oh do you need like do you want me to come with you yeah and then Pacey's like ooh actually I mean per our previous conversation um I'm going with Joey she's yeah. coming with me yeah and Dawson's like 
Wow, that's that's awesome. That's, that's really great. cool. Yeah, great. And she, you know, she's like, she wants to see Andy, you know, they're kind of friends. And Dawson's just kind of like, say no more. And he says, nobody welcomes the Potter Witter detente more than me. And I just said, let's put a pin in that. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Dawson's like, you know, I'm glad you were there to help Joey. Um, and he says, as we go our separate ways through these pathless woods we call life. And then Pacey <laughs> grabs onto that word wood and says, speaking of, speaking of wood, Dawson, what's up with that girl Eve? Yeah. <laughs> and Dawson's like, I lost her. <laughs> and you're like, what? It's not yeah. like a sock. Like, come on. And um, he says, he, and <laughs> he says she, jo- Jonathan Krakowered into thin air. And I'm like, okay, first of all, okay, then I, of course. So Into Thin Air, Jonathan Krakauer's book, yeah, um, was released in 1997. It's about, I don't know if you've read yeah, it. Yeah. it. It's about the... I haven't read that one, but I know what it's about. Yeah, I've read it. It's great. It's about the 1996 Everest disaster that Jonathan Krakauer was on. Yeah. He was on Everest the day that like 12 people died in two days um, trying to yeah. reach the summit. And I was like, not sure why this is the reference we're going with <laughs> in um, in regards to Eve, who has not fallen off the side of a mountain to her death and or fall, fallen in the middle of a trail to her death where she will now sit for eternity and become a benchmarker, which is a horrifying fact I learned from that book. I know. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> Like, like once listen, you get to red shoes, you're like not that far. It's I like, mean, oh, gosh. Aaron, I like have cannot tell you what a deep rabbit hole I went in about those, <laughs> the people that are dead on Everest and are now markers. I yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. it freaks me out. Anyway, so Pacey's like, you know, why'd you like let her get away? And Dawson's like, my father came home and. <laughs> was mad that there was a thousand people at my house and strippers <laughs> so yeah. it's just funny because it's kind of like that's kind of what eve was saying it's like look you're gonna get yelled at no matter what yeah. you might as well just come in a boat with me first and then still get yelled at you okay. know and like casey's the same so dawson's, dawson's like, like i went to the strip club to look for her <laughs> and she was a temp <laughs> <laughs> And th- <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? What world are we in? And Pacey's like, like that's not how it works. They're all first of all, they're all independent contractors, yes, you know. Yes. So like, I guess they're technically all temps. But like, what temping agency is I, it? I mean, I mean, that's I mean a right great question. Queen Pacey does call it out. He's like, what? That doesn't make they any have temps. Sense. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> also, I want to say one of my authors, Antonia Crane, who wrote a book called Spent. Um, helped unionize the lusty lady in san francisco uh so there's a oh, few there's what a union f- um oh my god i forget what union it was um but they union there's there is a move to unionize um awesome yeah strippers cool. yeah 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 perfect yeah Love it. check her out if you want she's on antonia crane she's on instagram and stuff and she does a lot of work with that so she's really cool cool anyway i mean i wonder what union that is that's really fascinating yeah i'll look it up for you and i'll I'll get back to you um so pacey then like breaks into this monologue that i like really truly hate um i know that like last week we had a discussion about how like the first like 
three quarters of the episode, Pacey seemed like a totally different person and then like yeah. kind of came around at the end. And like I it's like we're still getting glimpses of that first person that we saw Pacey as. Yeah, totally. I completely agree with you. Cause he tells Dawson that like Eve was the ultimate transitional woman. Like He's like, you know, you're coming off an emotionally traumatic, life-altering relationship, and the last thing you need to do is get emotionally involved again. And he's like, but you're like this young, you know, buff male. And oh, and they had to put that line, increasingly buff teenage male in, because James Vanderbeek had spent all summer working out and like looked oh, different. my God. <laughs> That's so funny. He does totally look different. Yeah. He's like less baby face, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's kind of like Eve is this gift from the gods that like that, you know, she he calls her a curvaceous vixen who is meant for you to be explored only in a sexual manner, which I cannot tell you how much I hate that. <laughs> and then right then we see a hand grab Dawson's shoulder and Dawson gets pulled out of the frame and Pacey yeah, continues, Pacey continues on with his rant, <laughs> uh, calling her a femme fatale whose entire genetic genetic coding screams objectify me. And that which. Whew, yeah. And then um, <laughs> and then he tells her he tells Dawson, who is not there, um, <laughs> do not let her out of your sight if you find her again. And then that's when he realizes that Dawson's not there. And I'm yeah. like, you know, just hate that. Hate that speech. Yeah, like, it's super weird. Like, the sentiment, I kind of, like, understand where it's like, look, you're coming out of this really insane situation. So, like, you know, you're not going to want to jump into, like, another really intense relationship, you know. But the way it's like, well, obviously, this girl's just put on the planet to be a sexual object for your, like, sexual awakening, you know. And you're like, oh, God, what is this storytelling, you know. No, exactly. And, like, it's just one of those things where I'm just like why is like i don't i don't mind pacey being like hey this girl who like doesn't seem to really want a relationship from you would like you to to have sex with her yeah (laughs) you know not not bad that's not a bad thing um but like you know the rest of it like she doesn't just because she wants you to have sex with her doesn't mean you get to objectify her doesn't mean she's like you know those are two different things completely agree like yeah. that's what i mean is like the sentiment that they're getting at you're like okay but like why'd they say it like this and why do they frame it like you know that like oh she's just this femme fatale that's all she does you know and you're yeah. like that's just what she's doing right now and she's allowed to right. you know like what this is like just like a one, one-dimensional part of her identity is what they're saying you know you're like what sex literally is nothing of your identity really you know like <laughs> it's, it's a little bit sex. yeah yeah the act yeah the of act it, of it is know? yeah yeah, like I mean, it's only your identity is- with someone, the person you're having sex with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, come on, you know? Yeah. Um, that's so weird. But yeah, Eve grabs Dawson into a closet and they're, like, making out. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, making out with him. And he's like, whoa. And she's like, morning, Dawson. Welcome to school. <laughs> and then, like, kisses him again and then we go to the credits. <laughs> it's really weird it's a really long opening scene too yeah it is it's longer than normal definitely um and then after the credits we're back in the janitor's closet and yeah. dawson's kind of like what are you doing here here like come on she's like i'm a student and you're like there's no fucking way you're a student like what totally. and dawson doesn't believe it either and he kind of like is about to say like you're too old yeah yeah and she's like watch it yeah. <laughs> and then she's like what you've never seen a senior girl before 
And I'm like, ah, you're not a senior in high school. I know. <laughs> it's super weird. It's like, it's really weird. I don't know what they want us to go with about Eve. Like, it's so fucking bizarre. I know. She, she's like Drew Barrymore and never been kissed. Like, yeah. Something like it's just so unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you know, Dawson's kind of like, I don't even know who you are. Like, first you're on my bus. Then you're wearing a wig serving cocktails at a strip club. And now you're like a senior at my high school. And I was just like, go with this feeling, Dawson. I you know. are not wrong. <laughs> I know. I was like, thank you. We're all wondering this. Yeah, like, I have questions, too. And <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. And Eve's like, Dawson, you've got it all wrong. And then quotes Notting Hill to him. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what movie is this? Yeah, it's Notting Hill, um, which came out in May of 1999. So it was already like a big hit. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's like, I'm just a girl standing in a janitor's closet asking you to kiss her. <laughs> Just, okay okay <laughs> and then she like runs off and yeah. dawson's like wait wait i can't let her go and he chases after her and like stumbles over uh the you know some janitor supplies yeah and then um bumps right into mitch and principal green just runs right into them and they're like well just the guy we were looking for <laughs> and he and principal green is like you know there's a pep rally tomorrow and like and seeing as like the Minutemen haven't win won any games in like many years, you know, we're trying to like rally the troops and like Dawson's like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. And yeah, Principal Green's like, like, great, come to my office at three. Yeah. And Mitch is like, you owe me. You yeah. know? And I was like, what? This is his punishment for having a thousand people and strip- <laughs> strippers in your house. He's like, he's like, make a video for your football team. Right. Like, no, I don't know I- if that's a punishment. That's like. okay but i will say i love the bromance brewing of principal green and mitch i'm i'm into it i'm into it i want to i want to go see them go have beers together and like i know off after a long day yeah can we see that spinoff yeah oh my god well i would love that spinoff um and dawson like just ends up alone in the hallway and he just goes this is so not my day (laughs) okay I, i don't know dawson i mean it kind of seems like your day. You had like a random makeout session yeah, and then you got like an opportunity to make a movie, which is what you like. Yeah, you know? I know. I don't think he knows about the movie yet. But yeah, he's he's got to he's got to go to Principal Greens before. Right, right, right. But I mean, you know, a pretty girl grabs you and makes out with you in <laughs> a janitor's closet. Like, not bad. Not a bad yeah. way to start your day. <laughs> So then we go to Grams's house where oh. he's legit pouring Mr. McPhee tea. <laughs> yeah, into like a real nice teacup. Yeah, and, and like, oh, come around for some tea. And you're yeah. like, what? Okay. All right. And Graham's just like singing Jack's praise. She's like so stoked, you know? She's like, after a year with Jen, Jack was like having St. Francis. And I was like, hey, 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 lay off Jen. I- I know. Jen's, Jen's been through <laughs> can, it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, you can compliment Jack without dragging Jen into this. I know. And, and we find out, like, Mr. McPhee has decided to move his business to Cape Side and stay. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, Graham's kind of asks after Andy and is like, you know, is she fully recovered? And Mr. Yeah. McPhee's like, yeah, though they, they, they remind you that with mental illness, you're never fully out of the woods. Yeah. which is true yeah and like good on dawson's creek for saying it i wish yeah, exactly. i wish we kind of had the same conversation about jen but yeah, yeah, yeah totally. you know um and 
yeah, so we learn that Andy's going to be staying in Capeside because Mr. McPhee learnt, moved his business. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of knew that since she's in the credits. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, they had to do that storytelling. confirmed, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then Jack's kind of like, okay, great. Well, can we wait till the weekend to move my stuff in? Like, you know, just so it doesn't interrupt the school week. And then and Mr. McPhee's like, actually ooh, and grams is like yikes um i'm gonna give you a minute yeah. i'm gonna let you guys finish um yeah. and grams er, and mr mcphee's like i think it would be better if you kept living here with grams and jen and yeah. like jack's fucking and jack's hurt. hurt yeah he's really hurt yeah and he's just kind of called jack calls out his dad and is like look you just don't want to admit you're uncomfortable with me being gay right like, you know, because Mr. McPhee kind of says, like, well, you know what you're dealing with? Like, I don't want to uproot your, like, situation or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's like, I think this behavior is, like, unacceptable. But I, like, can kind of see where Mr. McPhee's coming from, where he's like, look, this is a good situation and it might suck for you to live with me. <laughs> totally. totally. Like, he's low-key low being honest about him being an asshole, you know, which I, like, want to give him space for he's still being an asshole and he needs to like correct that behavior you know yeah but <laughs> i was sitting there like damn at least he's telling the truth <laughs> i mean you know i guess yeah i mean my thing was like you know of all the ways this could have gone obviously it could have gone better but like it could have gone much worse also yeah. and like you know i think that um you know jack says well so mr mcphee's like you have to you why do you have to assume that every decision I make is based on like my lack of character? And Jack's like, I don't, I think the ones that have to do with me are based on your lack of character. And I was like, damn, good for you, Jack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells his dad to leave. Yeah. No, he's like, since this is my house, get the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, good. Good. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, obviously people can be fucking bigots, but like, you don't have to put up with that, you know? So it's just like, yeah. Like I said, he's saying the truth about himself. And you're like, well, if you're cool with that, you're a piece of shit. Get out of here. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, so then we go over to the the clinic. Okay, let's call it the clinic. Let's agree. And it's so stupid. I mean, it's happening. Yeah. Okay. So Pacey is like hilariously talking to the receptionist about getting Andy out. Yeah. And the way it's shot is super weird. It's very like. It's it's like very comic. Like yeah. it's like we're in a comedy now. I know. <laughs> and um, you know, she's like the receptionist is like she's scheduled to be released tomorrow, not today. So it, it just doesn't make sense, like because Mr. McPhee approved this. So like, right? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, and then they're like, the receptionist is like. Oh, well, you know, she can't leave early without the patient's permission. And um, you're kind of like, this isn't a facility where there's like, you're locked in. Right. That's true. Um, And then, but like, so Pacey is like, well, I'll like, let me talk to her and I'll get her permission. And then the like, the lady's like, but visiting hours are over. So you can't talk to her. Like, you know, he's just in a catch 22. Um, it's so stupid, though. <laughs> I don't know. It just like it was making me really frustrated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I hear that. 
Um, because then Pacey gets mad and he goes up to Joey. Like, this is why they want it. Like, it's weird. It's just a weird ass scene. And he tells Joey what happened, you yeah. know, and, and Joey's like, I've got a plan, yeah. you know? And she goes into the receptionist and like tells the receptionist about like Joey's quote, crazy life. You it's know? like, okay. First of all, b- back up. First of all, she kind of pu- drags Paisley back. Like she makes him help her off the car and then like drags him back in. And yeah. she is wearing a, this like shirt with this vaguely like Indian <laughs> print. Like it's like, yeah. it's like a white lady yoga print. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, like totally. definitely she's a hippie. Culturally appropriated. <laughs> And these great jeans, finally out of the carpenter jeans. Yeah. Um, and that thick black belt that I like, I just have, I have this like just distinct memory of everyone, all the girls that like I wished I could look like in high school had that belt. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was a fat kid. I couldn't, I didn't look the same on me as it did on them um and i just like i was like man that belt brought back some memories and so joey yeah this is when we're like transitioning into like jeans that are low cut too yes yes it's I, like I, the first <laughs> the first um inch drop of yeah. the rise you yeah. know and like there's it's just gonna st- get worse from here on out the whole series spoiler yeah, there's, but oh there's gosh. still there's still like in there's the still more to drop there's there's a lot more to drop <laughs> so joey like goes up to the receptionist and is like i need to see a doctor immediately and like the lady's like the lady's like literally <laughs> that's not how this works <laughs> we do not do this is not an emergency it's room walk-in clinic yeah <laughs> and joey's like i have psychiatric concerns to which the receptionist <laughs> replies Clearly, like, uh, yeah, I can tell. And Joey, like, parks herself on top of the counter and then just starts starts rambling about Dawson. Right. And she's like, I've had a hard life and then starts rambling about Dawson. And I'm like, girl, that is not what has been hard about your life. No, nothing. (laughs) Like, you have had a hard life, but that's not part of it. And Joey, you see, like, we follow her hand down and she kind of waves Pacey in. Yeah, and then Pacey, like, army crawls on the floor. I know. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. Also, like, she, so the the receptionist is a black woman. And I feel like she is such the, like, sassy black woman stereotype. Like, I I really was, like, uncomfortable about it because I was, like... I completely agree. I was, like... And now we have Principal Green and, like, I get it. There's, like, one black person that we actually get to, like, have any scenes with. Yeah. But, like, he is already a fully formed character and then we have this, like, sassy black lady that we have to deal with and I'm, like, Dawson's, you are better than this. Come on. (laughs) Are they better? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and they're good. And they're good. And they're, and they're when they're sometimes. <laughs> so um, then we go to Mr. Green. Speaking of Mr. Green, we yeah, go to Mr. Green's Mr. office. Green. Yeah. And, and Dawson's like, Dawson's like, are you asking me to make a propaganda movie? <laughs> like, duh. Like, what? OK. And like, Mr. Green's like, yeah, I am. I want people to be excited. And he's like, you know. Dawson's kind of like, well, they haven't won in three years. Like, what footage am I going to use? And Principal Green's like, you know, I want you to emphasize what could be. 
yeah. And then Dawson calls this the Lenny Riefenstahl (laughs) approach, which like take it down several notches, Dawson. Seriously, (laughs) like he's kind of being an asshole. Like this is like kind of a cool opportunity, and he's like, oh, like I don't know, like this is Nazi propaganda, and you're like, what? Lenny Riefenstahl like that's not I mean that is literal Nazi propaganda this is a football team come the fuck on Dawson yeah Principal Green's face too he's like this fucking white boy what did he just say to me so fucking wild I mean I hear you I hear you I mean I do kind of think it's always wild that they're like Dawson's a film guy so we're gonna get him and they're like it's like he does like narrative stories, not like documentaries. Right. I know. And then like, you know, Mr. Green or Principal Green is like, well, Frank Capra used to use mu- movies to like recruit troops in World War Two. You know, Annie Hall inspired women to wear men's apparel. And he's like, you know, you can just like inspire. We don't have to make Nazi propaganda. You can just <laughs> yeah, inspire like, people. It's OK. okay. Come on. <laughs> and then and then Dawson like sees Eve outside and is yeah. just like, OK, I'll do it. I'll do okay, it. Fine. And like runs out of the fine. office. <laughs> so funny. Uh, <laughs> like, so he's outside with Eve and yeah. Eve's like low key annoyed that Dawson's always comparing her to Joey and she like kind of calls him out. So she totally one of the does. reasons why I, I was like thinking, I was like, maybe this is why I like Eve is that it annoys me how much the characters have to like do labor for Dawson. Yeah. So she's like a new one doing labor. So I'm like not annoyed yet. <laughs> well, she's also like kind of not having it. Right. Like, yeah, she's like, no, she's, She's like, you know, Dawson tells her, you know, I don't want to chase you anymore. I spent a year chasing a woman. Like, it's a bad habit. I'm not going to get into it again. And she's like, are you going to just spend your whole life comparing all of your relationships to your first one? And Dawson's like, what? (laughs) He gets all like offended. And he's like, that's not true. And she's like, just not having a second of his shit. She's just like, I'm like, great. And then she kind of like, he's like, I'm over Joey. And then she like hilariously says that he brought up Joey on the bus. I had the same note. I was like, girl, you brought up Joey on the bus. I know. I was like, we <laughs> I, saw that scene. That's I saw how that. It went down. I know. <laughs> it's like in the last season when Pacey tells um, Andy that she's the one that like she she that caused changes. their cross their crash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, that was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> And like then Eve like bl- like outright asks him if he's over his ex. Yeah. And he's and like he's like yes. And she's like liar. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's so funny. That's great. Like the total strangers like yeah, you're lying. Yeah, you're you can't lying. even pull that off. Also like let me just pause here for Eve's outfit, which is like oh. so early aughts. I, it's I like know. oh shit, that's where we're headed. Yeah, no, it's like all stomach. <laughs> it is all stomach. She's wearing like a like a very tight, definitely midriff bearing t-shirt and like um, a mini and skirt. Just, yeah, and as the pants rise has shrunk, so has the skirt rise. You yes, know? It's like yeah, a little bit lower. lower than the natural waist, you know? But then she has those like beads that go around her stomach that like that like necklace but for your stomach um and uh, you know listen we wore that i did not wear that but people wore that unironically in I know. the aughts and like i know <laughs> so bad and she's got like a banging body but it's yeah like 
it's a lot it's to see. i mean it's a lot so it's just not a good look i'm just gonna say it yeah so then they go into this conversation which is just truly bananas like oh i gotta God. say well, it, she's like it goes all I was over the place if you were gonna lie and you did and i love that she's like <laughs> it turns like, me on and it's like you love liars yeah and he's like he's like what else turns you on oh my god she says the best line of the episode sex turns me on sex sex turns me on dawson okay i don't think she understands what turns on me no 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 that's turned on yeah (laughs) that's an ed he's doing a lot of work um so then dawson's like literally wrote lol this character I know. And Dawson's like, yeah, sex tends to do that to people. And then Eve's just like, without missing a beat, is like, and how would you know? I know. Thank (laughs) God. Woo. And he kind of gets mad at her. You're like, what? You already told her you're a virgin. I know. And then like she then she just propositions him. She's like, you know, I think we should have like a night of scorching hot, unbridled, mind altering sex. And I just like you did tell her she you were a virgin. (laughs) <laughs> that's not uh, how that story is gonna play gonna i just be a like experience yeah yeah just you know it's not it's just, it doesn't get hot for like a little while before um or not hot but like it doesn't get good for a little while um <laughs> anyway so dawson then is like well shouldn't we go on a date and eve says those are small town rituals for small town girls so i'm like okay so is she from a city like I don't. She's mysterious. Oh right, right, right. But like, is she? She's a big city girl coming to a small town to shake things up. Um, and you know, Dawson's like, okay, yeah, like I, I'm into this. He's scared, but he accepts. You know, and he's like, where can I find you? And he, she's like, dude, oh no, no, I'll find you. I find you. And she tells him that she's gonna take care of the time, the place for this rendezvous. Or rendezvous, as Aaron's brother likes to say. And, um, but, but Dawson needs to be prepared. So, uh, he's got, I mean, good girl, make him get the condoms. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And Dawson then says, it is so my day, you know, (laughs) in contrast to what he said earlier. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So So, uh, (laughs) we're back at the clinic and Pacey like runs up the stairs. Uh-huh. And finds Andy, oh God. Oh. In pigtails. In pigtails. And overalls. <laughs> and overalls. It's the full shebang. I just want to like, I don't know. So like season three has a lot of pigtails. Uh-huh. Is it pigtails or pigtails? Pigtails. Pigtails. Okay. It has a lot of pigtails. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it represents anything. So I'm going to think about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> the meaning of pigtails by yes. Aaron Sinsley. Uh-huh. Um, also, uh, she, so Pacey goes in, she, she is on her bed talking with this yeah. guy. Um, and this is like in a very elaborate facility. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's just like a king size bed in there. Totally. I mean, it's like, I've owned like, a part. Like, I've rented apartments much smaller than this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, the cost of this. Wow. Yeah, okay. T- totally. And like the guy, like Owens oh, also wanted to note that both her and the guy have shoes on on the bed. Oh, 
monsters get it together guys get it together yeah There's and this, like random dude there that she's like in deep conversation yeah. with and casey's kind of like whoa like it shakes him you yeah know? and um you know and andy's kind of like freaked out like oh god like you're here it's oh, i think you're coming tomorrow i'm i'm leaving tomorrow and it's like right. super awkward well because like pacey walks in and kind of like has his version of the like reunion that he's been thinking yeah. of, right? He like picks her up and he spins her around and he's like, oh, and she's kind of like, you can see her be like tense. Yeah. She's not really hugging him. She's just kind of like, oh God, you're here. Yeah. Hello. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, my thing is like, there's this part of me that's like, yeah, if someone just randomly shows up while you're in a clinic like that, like, that's the reaction. <laughs> totally. What the yeah, fuck? No, I mean, you know, that's why there would be like a surprise like this kind of seems like it it's not a good idea. <laughs> right. I agree <laughs> you know? with you. Like it's super weird. I yes. I don't get it. I, I don't agree. get it. I agree. Okay. And so the dude's like kind of extra about dinner. <laughs> You're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. He will like Andy's like, Pacey, this is Mark, Mark Pacey. And like Mark's like, well I gotta go to dinner. <laughs> it's dinner time. He's like extra though. Like he's like all talking to her like like Pacey's not in the room. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. It's super weird because like also if they're friends in the the clinic, you know, he would want to say goodbye to her. Right. Right. And he has to say goodbye to her like in front of Pacey. Yeah. And I think that's what's making it awkward is like, you know, this is like you don't know that like I don't know. Like no one knows each other. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay, and and that's my thing is like that's why you don't go surprise people like let them have their transition and like say their goodbyes. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so then Joey okay. walks in. Joey walks in. How the fuck did she get in? <laughs> that's a great question, Aaron. What's happening? That's a great question. Maybe she maybe she went in in the kerfuffle of dinner. <laughs> and like she like, just what? managed to sneak herself in. Maybe they admitted her as she yeah. requested. Who knows? Um, really, really okay. Okay. And, and, and they all start to like, um, help Andy. She totally pack. cracks a joke. Well, yeah, then she Joey cracks a joke. Like Andy's like, oh, you're here. And Joey cracks a joke oh, yeah. about like, oh, they might make me stay. <laughs> and I was like, what? You're like kind of I, this is not funny because even Andy's like, uh, what? Like, anyways, yeah, it's a bizarre scene. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and then the last shot is just a Pacey and Joey. Yeah, like, like awkwardly kind of glancing at each other, like, huh? This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then they start to help Andy pack. Yeah. And then we go to commercial. <laughs> and when we come back, we are in the midst of a cheer. Aaron, oh, wow. I have written down said cheer if you would like it. <laughs> Amazing. I want to hear it again. <laughs> the cheer goes a little something like this. One, two, three, four. We don't care if you don't score. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. A few points would be really great. That's all right. That's okay. You're going to work for us someday. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome um amazing amazing <laughs> that's 
definitely a cheer my friends and I would have made up and cheered at <laughs> cheerleaders uh, in high school. Um, so then and, ja- Jack and, and Jen. Jack. It's so funny. And Jen's like in her sports clothes. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah. And Jack's kind of like, you know, shouldn't they be more peppy? Yeah. <laughs> like we're going to a pep rally. And Jen's, Jen's like, like look, they're look. fucking followers. I don't know what's happening. I've I've made a big mistake. <laughs> she says, ever since they elected me leader of their junta, everything they want to <laughs> do is nasty sardonic cheers. And I was like, I mean, just like, give me Jen saying that they elected their leader of their junta, elected her leader <laughs> of their so junta funny. over and over. Like somebody make me a ringtone, man. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, and like, as Jen and Jack are talking on the sideline, like a f- this football comes and like Jack catches it and throws it back. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut over to Mitch, who is like talking to a kid named Henry yeah um henry of course is played by michael pitt yes yes. um from hedwig hedwig and the angry inch which came out in 2001 so it's after this show um yeah yeah yeah. and henry like the first thing he did is it the first i I don't know but it was like when we got like introduced to him yeah yeah um i definitely saw a movie with him i think it's called the dreamers where yeah yeah he has sex with a brother sister (laughs) duo it's like a sex it's kind of like a bertolucci movie um Mm. and i watched it with someone that like i didn't know that well and it was quite (laughs) awkward (laughs) anyway um that's my michael pitt story so henry is begging like to be put in as the quarterback yeah. But he's a freshman, and Mitch is like, no, dude, you're a freshman. Like, Yeah, sit down, freshman. You're like, I yeah. love Mitch as a coach. I know, me so too. stupid. I think, like, this is what Mitch was born for, is Kind coaching. of, yeah, yeah, totally. totally. I mean, he is, like, the dad to all of them, so, like, yeah. he coaches he all of them. Talks. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And so, okay. Jen, it's really sweet. Jen is asking Jack about, like, how she feels about the situation with his dad, you know? And, like, just kind of getting his side of it. Yeah, and like Jack's kind of like, what father doesn't want his son to live with him? And Jen's just like, yeah, been there. I know. And I was just like, oh my god, thank God these two found each other. Yeah, and then Jack's like, well, yeah, but you have Grams, and Jen's like, and you do too. Yeah, you have Grams, and you have me, and like, yeah, I just this chosen fil- family just like kills me in the best way. So cute. I it's love so it. Cute. So then, because they just feel like they're so confident in themselves. Like, you know, like Jen's just like, I'm a fucking cheerleader or whatever. Yeah. Like, and just running with it, you know? Yeah. And, and Jack like stands up to his dad. And it's like, fuck you leave you piece of shit, you know? Totally. And like, it's so awesome. You know, they bring out the best in each other. And like, and as they're talking about this, another football comes <laughs> and Jack catches it. And at this point, Mitch and Henry sort of notice that Jack <laughs> keeps catching things and um, throwing and throwing them. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So then we go to a drugstore. Oh, my God. This scene is so funny. <laughs> and uh, Dawson's just like buying a bunch of random shit so he can buy condoms without but just like, buying condoms. At the pharmacy? Or like, like, I don't know. Is he talking to the far- the pharmacist? No, he's talking to a cashier. Oh, it's a cashier. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he's, he's like, like, the guy's like, anything else? And Dawson's like, um, uh, condoms. The, con- the condoms. The condoms. He says it like, and the guy's like, can't hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> and then finally Dawson says it loud enough. And the guy's like, 
oh, condoms. Like he's like <laughs> screaming it. <laughs> he's like, they, we don't keep them behind the counter anymore, son. Um, yeah, they're in aisle five. <laughs> yeah. And so, so then we cut, of course, directly to a wall of condoms. And it's, you know, any wall of condoms, it's yes. overwhelming, particularly if you don't know what you're looking for. Like, exactly. Yeah. It you is. Just give them out at school. Like, absolutely. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and, some rando comes up to Dawson it's and like, like a creepy ass dude just hanging out in the condom aisle talking <laughs> to like a 16 year old boy it's yep. so creepy it's like in a different uh show this might be a very special episode where we talk about <laughs> sexual slavery yes. <laughs> yes um and so he's like you know oh, your prophylactic purchases have really changed over the years. And like gives his whole speech. He puts his arm around him. He does put his arm around him. And he starts like telling him about all the different kinds of condoms. And then a different guy comes up on the other side. And is like, and then has like an opinion about some of these glow in the dark condoms. Yeah, yeah, I too have opinions about that. He's like, they don't work. You have to put them up to light for twenty minutes. And this random lady's like, oh really? Oh, you got to get the brown Bettys. Okay, what is happening? And then everyone gets the brown Bettys. I don't know what a brown Betty is. Did not look it up because I don't want to know. And. (laughs) It sounds so gross That's, in terms of a condom. It brown. Yes, it you don't does. want to think of that. No, 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 no. Um. Anyway, so that scene. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what show. I don't know what show they thought that that scene was on, but I, it's. It doesn't seem like Dawson's great. Yeah, because there's so many like comedic scenes in this episode. Like. Okay. okay okay so then we're outside the clinic and pacey like kind of starts asking andy about mark yeah and he asks her what he's in there for and i was like pacey yeah. do not ask that question yeah and andy's like that shit's private dude yeah. what and joey kind of pipes in and stands up for andy it's kind of the only time i think we've seen her stand up for another woman yes and she's like pacey stop being jealous just stop this you yeah, know she's like stop the male jealousy thing and pacey just like also without missing a beat just looks at her and is like it's a long walk home potter <laughs> i'm just like okay and then, then he does admit he's jealous yeah. you know which is good because, like, the Pacey that we know and love comes out in full force here because he's just yeah. like, how can I not be jealous? Like, I have yeah. spent months, like, waiting for you to come back. And this guy got to see you every day and, like, hear yeah. your stories and eat dinner with you. Like, of course, that kills me. Yeah, of course, you know, just like being so honest and vulnerable. Totally. Um and then Andy's like swoon and like yeah. kisses him. Same girl, like, same. So sweet, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then Joey's like standing there all awkwardly and she's like, perfect. The reunion kiss we've all been waiting for. <laughs> let's go. She's like, all right, great. Thank you. We've done this. Now let's go. Um, and just like, you know, hashtag I'm Joey. Um, that's <laughs> totally me. Uh, and anyway, so then we go to the football field where Mitch is given a big pep talk. He's getting everyone all ready. And he's like, we're going to play touch football. And Henry is like, well, since we're doing second string, I get to go in. Right. Mitch is like, yeah, yeah. yeah." And he's like, so this is my shot at impressing you. And and Mitch is like, yes, it sure is. And, uh, he's like, I want to bring in a ringer. (laughs) And Mitch is like, "Uh, I don't know what that means. And so then we cut to the huddle 
and we are, you know, pan around. Yeah, panning around, and there's Jack McPhee. It's Jack, <laughs> shit, so funny. And Henry's like, Jack, you're gonna, you know, do this, post out on whatever, blah blah blah. blah. I don't know how to talk about football like that. Um, and he's like, let's go. And then we yep. are supposed to get a music cue here at this point of Body Rock by Moby. Um, <laughs> over like and it's over this whole football montage of yeah, Henry throwing Jack. balls to Jack. Yeah, and Jack's just like this good football player. <laughs> yeah, he's just like catching them and like making the good catches and doing all sorts like of things. Jumping in the air, catching yeah. it. It's really funny, but yeah, okay. Friday Night it checks Creek. Out. Friday Night Creek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clear eyes, full hearts. Um, so so then and then Jen like the, shows the cheerleaders and they're kind of oh, like hey hey like fuck yeah this would be fun yeah. actually yeah <laughs> yeah maybe we could cheer for a winning team so uh yeah it's it's I like that scene it's kind of fun yeah um, so then they finish packing up the car at the clinic and Andy's like gets in and she's like of the car and she's like staring out the window and Pacey's like are you okay McPhee yeah and she's like yeah totally like She's clearly lying. Yeah, totally. She is. And Pacey's like, you know, okay, guys, put in your music requests. And Joey yeah. pops through the middle and is like, <laughs> like alternative. alternative. And then Pacey slaps her hand away and is like, classic rock it is. And I'm just like, <laughs> these two are a fucking farce in and of themselves. Um, and so, yeah, when after Pacey asks Andy if he's okay, if she's okay, she like turns away and you can see her with tears in her eyes. Yeah. So like she's she doesn't look super happy about what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then and we, we just to- wish she said to her, like, you know, we don't have to talk about this, but you can't yeah. lie to me. Yeah, you do. So we go to a commercial and then we open up back at school in a yeah, shot Andy. through Andy's locker. Yeah, she's opening up her locker and Jack comes up and yeah. he's like oh so how's your first day of school going i've missed you so much yeah and i was like oh is this the first time he's seeing her i like i had a thought about that but i was like i bet he like saw her like when he they stopped got back. by the house yeah yeah, yeah. yeah or something yeah and and then pacey comes up and he's like super cute and he's like get your hands off my <laughs> my girlfriend and jack's yeah. like get your hands off my sister and yeah. they're all like cute it's really cute oh, i love this um, little scene yeah, like their friendship to um jack mm-hmm. and pacey mm-hmm. and pacey's just kind of like hey you know i was thinking it's your first friday back like let's catch a movie and walk down to our spot like you know and andy's yeah. kind of like not seemingly not super excited about that. Yeah, prospect. she's like, ooh, I mean, let's do like a group hang. Yeah. And Jack's like, well, I kind of promised Jen I'd go to this pep rally thing. So, you know. And Andy's like, pep rally? My <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> and he's like, what? That's not our vibe. Come on. Well, I mean, here's the thing. In Andy's defense, that is her vibe. It is just no, not Pacey's no. vibe. Totally. I mean, it totally checks out. Like, yeah. you know, and also like you know, you can kind of see, she says, like, I just kind of want to, like, hang out with around people, you know, yeah. and like, you're like, kind of like, OK, I, I can see that, too. Like, you know, like yeah. the complicatedness of like being on all summer and wanting to see your friends as well, you know. Sure. And, and Andy. OK, wait. At this point, I noticed that I think Andy is wearing the same shirt that Joey was wearing in the season finale of season two. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when they're that in Dawson's room. It's no, it's like the blue shirt with the butterfly on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I think Joey was wearing that in the season oh, two finale. Really? Like when they're <laughs> when they're in Dawson's room watching the Age of Innocence. Like I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. shirt she's wearing. Anyway. Oh, interesting. Um so Paisy's like, you know, Andy, if in case you forgot, we are not pep rally people. <laughs> um and like let's just go out the two of us, you know, and Andy kind of again yeah. is like, you know, there'll be a time for us to be alone. Like I want to be around normal people right now. Yeah. And Pacey's like, well, what am I? I <laughs> Jack's like, she said normal people. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pacey kind of gets serious and is like, you know, if I didn't know better, I think you were trying to Maybe. like not be alone with me. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, that's not it at all. Like, we can be alone yeah. after or tomorrow. Yeah. And she just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yikes. And like, I'm kind of of two minds about this scene because I think Pacey is like kind of ready to go back to exactly how things were yeah. before she left. And I'm like, bro, you are in for a real like disappointment. It's not going to be the same. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and like, obviously, she's totally changed and right, wanting to like transition back into her life. Right. But like, as this new person and trying to find out her own boundaries, her own like. Right ground rules you know and like yeah but also really like yeah totally it is but also I feel like you can feel Andy being like a little bit squirrely yeah and like, it's hard to know why because you're like she just like scared yeah of like you know she had this you know breakdown when she was with Pacey so it'd feel scary to like there's a way in which she might associate like falling in love with like her the decline of her mental health, right. you know, or being with Pacey and the decline of her mental health. Like, I don't know, but I, I could imagine that. Right. Yeah. So mm, it's hard. Yeah. Um, but then we go back out to the football field and Mitch has like summoned Jack out there. <laughs> yeah. And Mitch is like, good news. You're on the team. Yeah. And Jack's like, oh, fuck you. Like, no, Jack's thank like, you. No. And, and, you know, Mitch is like, come on, like you and Henry were so good together. Like, you know, I need you. And Jack's like, do I, shall I spell this out for you? Like I'm a gay kid. And like, yeah, I being on no, the football team is like, n- not, not going to go well for me. Yeah. And like Mitch rightfully, like, you know, in contrast to Mr. McPhee is like, those two things have nothing to do with each other. Right. <laughs> like, and then gay Jack, football player, like what, you know, but Jack and, very realistically yeah. is like, yeah, in a perfect world, like th- that <laughs> shouldn't, they shouldn't have any effect on each other. Yeah. But, but like not, in not Cape side. side. I just, my note was just like, Jack, buddy, we were working so hard <laughs> to I make know. it, to make it better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, Mitch is like, look, Jack, like nobody wanted to coach this team. And like, yeah, it's been so bad for so long. And Mitch just says, like, I figured it couldn't be any harder than the last year of my life. Yeah. And he's like, you know, but if you and Henry with you two, like we could actually, excuse me, we could, we win. could actually win. And yeah. And like Mitch is like, I like, could use just that the chance of winning would. Yeah, it would be amazing. You and know? he's like, I could use that. And I think you could, too. Yeah. So and you're like, um. Mitch is a good coach. Mitch <laughs> is, a good you know, talk. look, Mitch is, when Mitch wants to be a good dad, he's a good dad. Sometimes he, he goes astray, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he also just, like, knows how to say the right thing to get what he wants, you know. True, that too. <laughs> that too. 
And so then we cut over to Dawson carrying yeah. this like box of shit to the car yeah, and loading up his car. And Jen, this scene Jen, is so wild. Look, Jen I'm comes sorry up. that we had to skip through it. I know, I know. Jen comes up and calls him a Sherpa. And I'm like, did the person who wrote this episode like read into thin air right before writing this episode? Because there's like a lot of Everest. Um, yeah. We're like, okay. All right. All right. Everest metaphors. Um, and a bag drops off the stack of shit that Dawson's carrying <laughs> yeah. and Jen picks it up. Jen picks it up and looks in it. Okay, come on. And, and then, she's like, condoms. <laughs> condoms. She really, like makes fun of him. She's like, this is like, this is around the kind of thing that I expected to see with you. Like it falls around nuclear plans and crack cocaine. Like that's how likely it w- it is. Yeah. It's kind of mean. It is kind of mean. But also kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming from his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, who's the lucky girl? Yeah. And he won't tell her, you yeah. know? And you're like, okay, that's weird. And then she's like, yeah, but are you ready? Yeah, and she's like, like, what? Of course I'm ready. And she's like, no, no, no. Are you ready? Yeah. Shit goes both ways. Yeah. And you're like, like, I thought she, at first I thought she meant, are you ready to like have sex? Like. Yeah. You know, like, where's your head out about this? Yeah. But no, that's not what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about expectations. <laughs> Performance. Expectations. Oh, God. Yeah. So um, Jen is like, Dawson's like, okay, like, if there are expectations, like, what are your tips? Like, give it to me. I'm here. Oh, my God. Listen. Why are they doing this to Jen? They're like, Jen's the sex freak. Like, you know, <laughs> like. And Jen, yep, Jen uh, leads. I mean, if we're going to make so Everest, She's like, if we're going to make Everest, um, like, you know, uh, metaphors, she is also sort of being the Sherpa of this scene, leading Dawson through this experience. She is like, <laughs> like, I thought you never asked. Yes. And like, she sits down on the car with him. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. She's like, it's all about pacing, Dawson. She says, virgins either go too fast or too slow. And then she's like, what do you think you are? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) Then she gives a story about an ice cream sundae. And she's like, imagine you have a sundae and it's 100 degrees out and you don't have any spoon. Do you bite right in or do you lick this sundae? (laughs) Dawson says bite right in. And she's like, too fast. God. And then she goes into one of the filthiest metaphors I've ever heard. I know. <laughs> so fucking wild. I'm fairly disgusted, also a little bit in love with her for making this metaphor on network television. <laughs> no, it's so, so weird. Why'd they do this to her? She's like, first you admire the Sunday. <laughs> then right before it's about to drip, you lick around the exterior, <laughs> savoring every inch. You want to make that Sunday last a long time, but not too long. Too long, or you'll end it up with uh, end up with it all over the table instead of your mouth. And I was like, "Girl, that is filthy." I know. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. Oh my god! And okay. then, and then, and then she says, "I know." Wait, when you think you're not going to get more uncomfortable, oh god, she drops this line. If you don't get all the whipped cream all over your face, you're not doing it right. I honestly, I cannot believe they allowed this on network television. I, I can't believe it. 
<laughs> oh my okay, god. Listen, Aaron, like uh, praise Jesus that someone is telling a man that they have to perform something and like mm-hmm. be involved in some way um in making yeah, sure that like you can ask your female friends about this and likewise the reverse, you know. Yes, so, absolutely. Like- absolutely. Like super into that part. Um, this is really dirty uh, and just like a real visual that I did not need in my life at this moment in in this July heat uh, in Southern California. It's a lot. Didn't need it. It's Didn't need it. So wild, but okay. There we this go. Shows about sets, you know. <laughs> so, okay. Oh God. So then so we go right to the pep when you rally. Think that they couldn't do worse things to Jen. Oh my god her hair oh my god my boyfriend was screaming he just happened to walk in during this scene and he's like why do they keep doing this to her why do they do this to her no one did their hair like that why did they do that her hair's fucking crimped it's It's crimped crimped. it's crimped even her bangs are crimped like every part Oh my God. We're at the pep rally. And and like, I want to say what Aaron is saying is that it changed from when she talked to Dawson. Yes. She's now at the pep rally in her cheerleading uniform. And she has now has crimped entirely hair, including bangs. Oh my God. Um, and the, the, so the, we get some like, some like, you know, just establishing shots. There's the band kids who have to wear Minutemen hats. And I'm, I feel very bad for them. I have had to wear <laughs> a dumb hat in a band and it's horrible. And then there's a poster that says, we hope you score this year. <laughs> Which don't worry, guys. I made a gif of it. I'll, I will post it. Um, and then, yeah, Jen's in her cheerleading uniform with ripped fishnets and black boots. And, like, the cheerleaders yeah. are, like, not peppy at all. Just, like, it's kind of great. They're, like, kind of dressed like her. Yeah. She has, like, a little bit of, like, goth makeup on. Totally. <laughs> it's fun. And then Principal Green brings Mitch up and, like, starts introing the team. Mm-hmm. And-, and so then Pacey, Joey, and Andy walk in and, oh, God, Andy has pigtails again. Okay. She sure does. This time, it's even worse. Okay. And they sit down and Pacey is immediately like, well, I think we've seen enough. We can get out of here. And Joey's like, yep, sure, sure. And they both stand. And then Andy, like, pulls him back down. Yeah. And then Joey's like. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, because it's right when Mitch announces Jack is on the team. Right. Because Joey's like, did you do you see what I see? And Mitch is like, Jack McPhee. And he's like, shook. Andy is shook and Jack's kind of stoked that like the people are cheering for him. And then Andy says, perhaps my favorite line of this episode, (laughs) which is Jen's a cheerleader and Jack's on the football team. I got sane and everyone else went crazy. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. I don't think a top sex turns me on. (laughs) (laughs) It's a close second. I mean, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. (laughs) think there's a debate to be had i think there's a debate to be had um so then mitch announces that henry who is a freshman is like they're going to be the starting quarterback and he runs up and trips right into jen like (laughs) almost like plowing her over and then they like do this like real cheesy like music and slow-mo kind of thing when henry sees jen and that's when I noticed he had a choker on. Yeah, he did. He did. Well, it was the time, you know. He's like trying to be Jordan Catalano and you're like, not going to happen. You're like, listen, I know we all hate Jared Leto now, but like Jordan Catalano was a whole mood and you are not him, sir. Not, 
going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Jen, oh, that's where I had my note about Jen's crimped hair. So, you know, I was there <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, my note is just also that, you know, there are some bumps in the road before her hair gets good. <laughs> We're just going to like, it's not as terrible I mean, as last season, but there are some bumps in the road. Along oh, the yeah. Way. I mean, yeah. I don't know if her hair ever gets good, unfortunately. Oh, no, it does. At the end of the season, season four. Her yeah. Hair amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And so, Yeah. You know, there's like then all of a sudden like streamers start flying yeah. and the you know and Hen- yeah Henry's the bands all playing and like it's all raw, like, raw. I gotta say, um, the trumpet players I could tell they are not really playing and it drove me crazy. <laughs> um, and then like Pacey kind of hugs Pacey, up on Andy. Yeah, he goes to cuddle with Andy and she's not feeling it. Yeah, and Pacey then gets serious and he's like, "Come on." Wait, and wait, she's wait. Like, Before he, she gets serious, he says, she's like, oh, frisky much? And he's like, listening to you holler does bad things with to me. Yeah, again. <laughs> Network television. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> then he does get serious. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, then he. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, come on. And she's like, what? And he's like, we need to talk and we're not going to do it in front of the whole school. Yeah. And they go off. And, and leave Joey all alone. Yeah. And the movie that Dawson's making starts to play uh-huh. and Dawson's like kind of standing on the stage, like behind the screen or whatever. Near yeah, the like screen. to the side. Yeah. And Eve just comes in and she's like, the time's now. Come on. She take quotes, your B card. She quotes the Lewis Carroll poem, The Walrus and the Carpenter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And says, the time has come, the walrus come said. The and I was said. like, who is this girl? What the fuck? Like I'm I I'm into breaking stereotype. Like great girl, like you can quote Lewis Carroll while you're like trying to take a 16-year-old's virginity, but like it's a real ride with Eve. Um Yeah, she just pulls him. She's like, come on, let's do it now. And, and he's like, out. he's like, but my movie's playing. And she's just like, that is that very is the dumb dumbest excuse. shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Which, like, true, true, true. Um, also, she's looking cute as fuck, I gotta say. Like, she's got this button-up shirt with the sleeves rolled up and, like, yeah. tied up so like her midriff is showing. Yeah. yeah, she's looking cute. Um, and then Dawson says, they say girls like you don't exist. And Eve looks at him and says, they lie. I know. I was. Like, I wish she said, who's they? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, and so then we go to the hallway where Pacey and Andy are coming out and she's like what's happening I mean he kind of is a little yelly at her like I gotta say I didn't love that he was like so mad no he's so mad and it's hard because it's like what she just left this huge transition period I know that's how I felt yeah yeah what did you think was gonna happen I mean it does you do get the vibe Andy's been lying to him yeah. about something. Yeah. So, like, I could see why he's like, look, I need to make space for you to tell me what's happening. But right. he's mad. Yeah. And she's like, this is not the time or the place to talk about this. And then, like, Pacey's kind of like, are you trying to end this? Like, is that what this is? Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, no, like, that is not no, what I want. Definitely not what I want, you know? And mm-hmm. she's like, so much has changed, you know? And she's like, okay, I'm going to tell you this, but you just you have to be quiet and just listen to me. You need to promise me. You yeah. need to promise me. And he's like, 
yeah, sure. And she's like, no, 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 you need to say it. You promised me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, oh, God here we bad go. happened, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And then she explains, like, when she left for the clinic, it, she was in a really dark place and, like, she didn't know what she was feeling. She felt super alone. And she met Mark, who kind of, like, had the same experience as her mm -hmm. and, like, you know, the same in and out of, you know, clinics and, yeah. like, had had been on meds and right. stuff like that. And she, like, she started to feel less alone. Yeah. And she thought that they were just friends. And then what the fuck? They had sex. Okay. What is this facility? Okay. Yeah. So she... Wait, wait, wait. Before we get there, she says like she was so afraid of everything and she was afraid that they were never going to let her out and like what was broken inside her wasn't fixable. And she says that yeah. like Mark understood those things yeah. because like those were his fears too. And yeah, yeah then Pacey guesses that he she's she, he's like, you slept with him. And she kind of like, yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm sorry, like, this is unacceptable. I agree. I agree. Like, that's the low-key sexual assault, first of all. I mean, I feel like it probably does happen in, the, I'm sure in it places does, like but that. Yeah. You would, that would be, that's criminal, you know? Yeah. These are minors in, you know, the care of other, you know, of doctors. Yeah. And, like, in very vulnerable positions, like she flat out said, you know, yeah. and he you know, it was in one too. Like, we don't know anything about this guy, but he sounds like a predator. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to give him that. Like, he just sounds like someone who is also has mental health issues. And so probably shouldn't be sleeping with, you know, her at this exact moment when he's in care and in treatment for those mental health issues. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I feel a little uncomfortable ascribing predator to him, but like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think like yeah, I mean, I think it's inappropriate for the the two of them to have had sex. Definitely, in this facility. I mean, this, this facility. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that seems bad. Um, and so, like, I'm actually surprised they even were allowed to be in the same room together alone. Right. You know, at the top of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the top of the episode, the the door was open. Yeah. So, but like, still, you would think that there would be stricter rules about like being in the room i don't know even with the door open that's so i don't know like because they're opposite gender you know yeah but i mean i don't know you can have sex with people of your own gender <laughs> so sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it's really wild uh yeah. i'm shook by it <laughs> i mean i mean i, I hear I can't you can't believe this like oh my gosh okay that's just I'm sure it happens, obviously, but oh, like yeah. that's wild, you know, it's so yeah. wild. Like the amount of money they were paying for this facility and like there's like abuse happening, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, like, I guess I guess what I see it as is like particularly teenagers like make these decisions. Um, they probably shouldn't have been in a position where they could make it at that facility. Absolutely. But, yeah. 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 Um, so Pacey. Yeah. So Andy's like, this was the biggest mistake of my life. And like. I keep like worrying that you're not going to be able to forgive me. And Pacey's yeah. like, just looks real hurt and confused. And like yeah. Andy kind of begs him to forgive her, but he like just walks away from her and walks out of the school. Yeah. He just storms off. Yeah. yeah. He's like heartbroken. She's heartbroken. She's like crying. Yeah. yeah it's hard. Um, so then Dawson and Eve are making out behind the screen. 
and like and like making like, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like taking like, off clothing. Yeah, yeah. They're taking off their their button down, you know, button off shirts or button yeah. up shirts, you know. And Austin like hilariously sits on a button in the middle of the stage. Yep. <laughs> okay. And um, and then he like the screen starts going up, <laughs> and he moves, and the screen goes back down again. And then he moves again and it goes up and Eve's like, come on, like, just relax, like whatever. And then, but then she's facing where the audience is. Yeah. And she's like, (laughs) don't, she's like, don't turn around. (laughs) (laughs) And then the whole audience starts cheering, which like, I have to say that tracks for high school. I feel like that's totally, that would go down. (laughs) The reaction's funny, but like the fact that there's like, the screen is operated in the middle of the stage by like a solo button that Dawson happens to sit on. Like it just, it's so fucking funny. (laughs) And then we're supposed to get a music cue. That's the theme from Rocky. Like not Eye of the Tiger, but the actual instrumental theme. (laughs) And like, it's played like as if the band starts playing that theme when they see uh, him and I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. listen as someone who used to be in band we definitely would have done something like that <laughs> yeah it's funny because even like Mitch is laughing like everyone's yeah. laughing and cheering and you're like yeah that's totally what would yeah. happen in high school totally it's so funny you know and Dawson's like Dawson like then he like becomes a teenager like he kind yeah. of lets go of his neuroses and yeah. he's kind of like taking a bow or he's yeah. kind of like all right they take a bow both of them take a bow yeah this is funny like whatever i didn't do anything like you know quote bad you know yeah. he's obsessed with that kind of you know binary thinking or whatever and as he's like scanning the audience yeah he locks eyes with joey yeah, yeah. and she's like hurt you can see it she is hurt yeah. and pissed and then like yeah. also at one point I didn't, pick, I didn't pick up pissed i picked up like I did pick up a little bit pissed, okay. not necessarily at him, but just I think at the situation, like that she had to yeah. see that. Um, and she, and a streamer hits her. Katie Holmes in the eye. I have to say, oh God, <laughs> looked, so funny. it looked really painful. Yeah, and then you see on Dawson's face, he's realizing like what moving on is. It yeah. means that like you know when you break up with someone or when you end it with someone, like and you move on, you're gonna hurt them when you date someone else you yeah. know and that's just that's just what happens you know and you have to find a way to manage your guilt about that or your whatever you might feel about it but yeah. that, that's just what happens and that's what you learn at a young age you know their first relationships you know of course it's hard so, so after the-, the assembly Dawson's sitting on the stage why yeah. I don't know he's still there jo- Eve walks up no shirtless. no shirt on just her bra <laughs> okay. With her with the shirt tied around her waist. And she's kind of like, so you're ready to go bone now? Like, we're... Yeah, like, you ready? You, you coming with me? And he's like, I'm I'm just going to leave with my dad. Yeah. And, and Dawson's like, look, the thing is, like, I don't know anything about you. And I don't want to have sex just for sex. You know, I yeah. want there to be a reason. And he's and like, I don't like, even know. Like, I don't know where you come from. I don't know why you're here. I don't even yeah. know your last name. And... He Dawson says, like, all you are to me is sex. And like, if I sleep slept with you, that would be the reason. And Eve says something that is sort of reminiscent of what Jen said to Dawson in season two um, when they were talking about sex. And she's like, there are a lot of reasons to have sex, Dawson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, you know, people have sex because of their bodies, their personalities, their money, their sense of humor. Like, I I don't get it. She's kind of like, I don't get what the big deal is. And Dawson says that, like, the first time he sleeps with someone, he doesn't want it to be for any reason. He wants it to be for every reason. And so, like, I wanted to pull this back to our discussion about Dawson being a good guy. 
Yeah. Because, like, I think these lines are, like, where the show thinks of him as a good guy. And listen, I yeah. I, I like this line. I think it's a good line. I think it's a great sentiment. because yeah, I think he's, like, definitely identified the way in which he wants to lose his virginity. And I think that that's really healthy to do, you know? Totally. Uh, the way that they moralize sex in, compar- in, like, tie it to being a good guy is, like, really problematic. Absolutely. And I, but I also think, Because he's like, allowed to... He's allowed to have his own boundaries, but it's not that's not the boundary. Absolutely. And I think like it's a bold move in 1999 and an ev- and would be a bold move still in 2020 to have like a teenage boy not wanting to jump down the pants of like this beautiful blonde girl who is basically yeah. like, I- let's go have sex right now. You know, totally. but and, that's, like, but but then they moralize it by being like, see, he's good because he doesn't jump down your totally. pants. And totally. Totally. No, that that's just his boundary. That does it's neither good nor bad. Absolutely. Know? And but my thing is also like let's normalize men saying and boys saying no to sex. Like Absolutely. They get to. And that's fine. And I'm glad the show did. Um yeah. you know. And so Eve then tells Dawson that like she wanted to have sex because she's of his eyes. Like she saw an old soul in his eyes. Yeah. Which is very odd. And I she's and Dawson's like, Thank you, Eve. <laughs> Yeah. He's like really no, he's touched like, by this. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, it was cute, but like kind of funny. I know. I was he's like, like huh. so earnest. Like, yeah. wow, thank you. Like, kind of like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah. And, and he's like, she goes, Whitman. My last name is Whitman. Yeah. And then he asks for her phone number and she says, that one you'll have to earn. Yeah. This girl's such a wild card, man. <laughs> it's so interesting. I mean, I, I that's why I like her because she's just so wild. And yeah. she says these really like fascinating things, you yeah. know, just being like, look, there's a million reasons to have sex. Like yeah. you're allowed to pick which reason you want to have sex. But like, that's not the only reason that's not neither right nor wrong. Yeah. Like and I, I can do whatever I want if I choose to fuck you because of your eyes. Like that's what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because like, even though she's like all about sex, like in a lot of ways, they're not, they don't like, I don't know. It's weird because they don't, I guess there's very little slut shaming to her face versus Jen. Jen. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. But also she kind of doesn't stand, like, she's like, I'm not going to be shamed by this. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's that it, too. Yeah, it's like, in terms of the way that the storytelling is, you know, like, mm-hmm. usually, usually they're like, oh, the girl who wants has a lot of sex we're gonna be shitty to her face <laughs> right it's really interesting yeah so so then we go to joey's house where pacey yeah. pulls up in the police suv that he was in and yeah. joey's like you know well i guess we're not gonna attend any more pep rallies anytime soon which like <laughs> girl yes also well just like yeah. real quick when is a pep rally ever at night ours was always during i the was day. wondering that yeah. like like, why would you return to school no. for a pep rally? That, that would never, uh, never happen. Never. It would never happen. Uh-uh. Like, you couldn't get anyone to show up to that. Hell That's no, I would not. Oh, so wild. I, I wouldn't even go to the ones when they were in the middle of the day and I, I got know. out of class. I, I was completely like, agree with you. I'll go yeah. smoke cigarettes in the parking lot. Thank you very Thanks. much. I'll do anything but that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so she yeah, thanks, so she, she, she like, thanks Pacey like, for the ride and is like, yeah. Like, look, you're not going to like what I have to say. Yeah. But, um, calling back to the last episode and yeah. she's like you, you need to talk to Andy you just you need to hear her out yeah you know and she kind of explains like how like they're only kids and you're gonna make mistakes and like you know you shouldn't get so angry that you can't forgive someone you know mm-hmm. and she, you can kind of see how she feels like her anger has held her back in like finding love it's like I think 
Okay, so I'm a little confused by this scene because I think like like she's I think she's trying to like connect what Pacey is going through to what she went through with Dawson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is like a hundred percent different circumstances. I know. Right? Like also, like I'm not super sure that Joey's handling the Dawson situation in a great way right now. Um and like, well, and also like she thinks that the reason why her and Dawson aren't together right now because is because she was mad about what he did when really they're not together because they weren't good together. Right. And I also like I think that like she sees she's looking at Pacey because well, she, she had just had this experience with Dawson where she saw him making out with someone else. And like, uh-huh. that's really painful yeah. and that fucking hurts. And he, she's like, look, like. You should forgive her because, like, as much as I think for her, as much as that hurts, like, she still would like to be with him. Like, even though we're going to get to the end of this and they're going to have a conversation about it. But like, and I'll have more to say, but like, you know, she's like, it's not that I don't want to be with him, you know, even still, even after seeing that. And so just because you she did this when you were together, I think that's like what she's trying to make, like, doesn't mean that it's like. It hurt. It's it would hurt the same if you were broken up and she slept with someone else. And my thing is like that's not what happens when someone cheats. It's a it's the betrayal of trust that really like yeah breaks you apart. Totally you and know? like exactly. I mean, it's a completely different scenario than her and Dawson. You yeah. know. Um. And again, I it's just hard because you're like you and Dawson aren't together because you got mad at him. And for three months, you're not together because you, you were like really toxic together. Yes, yes. And Joey, like Joey's, like you know, you have to hear her out, Pacey. And like, jo- Pacey kind of turns on her and is like, "Why? Why do I have to hear her out? Like, she slept with someone else. Like, that's yeah. that's the long and short of it." And like, I I kind of was like, "Well, he should definitely cool off before he talks to Andy if yeah. he's this mad." Like, I mean, again, like I'm always saying, it's like yeah. the thing is, like you always even if you break up, you have to have a talk about it. Yeah. You know, you have to like be able to air out different things or whatever. So you yeah. can't just like never I mean, you don't always about- get to, but yeah. No, I, <laughs> I agree. You don't always get to, but like, yeah, that's what makes it harder when you right. don't, you know, totally, or like, totally. you know, um, and, and we see that throughout this show. Yeah, totally. And Joey's like, you know, um, well, and then Joey's like, you know, we're all 16. We're like super young and we're going to fuck up a lot, which is true. And yeah. and she's like, you know, we talk like we got we're we know what's going on, but we don't. Also true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she says, like, we're going to keep changing our minds and sometimes even our hearts. And through all of that, like, we can only really offer each other forgiveness. And then she kind of says, and I couldn't do that, or at least I did it too late. And so, like, I think there's a part of her that feels kind of guilty. Um about not like for not being able to immediately forgive Dawson, I guess. But I think that's like out of bounds. Like, of course she couldn't. I know. Like he helped send her dad to prison. I know. <laughs> I mean, like, and like made the choice for her, you know? Yeah. And then she tells Pacey to not, you don't let yourself get so angry that you stop loving because one day you'll wake up from that anger and the person you love will be gone. And like, I think that's what she sees her and Dawson as like, that one day she woke up and he was in Philly and like, yeah, she was like shit. 
I'm not as mad as I was. But like, no, I, I don't think know, man. he woke up and he's with another girl. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. I yeah, mean, I know like that is true, how, but like, that's probably that's how, how she sees it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then like she gets out of the car and Pacey just like does not look super happy about that conversation. Yeah. So it it's really weird. I mean, I like that she's like trying to give him advice and be yeah. a friend to him and like, you know, talk about her own experiences and how yeah. what her takeaways are, you know. Yeah. Um, it's you know, it's hard because these situations are hard. Like cheating is really complicated. And particularly like, when you're that young, like No, that's it. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, it that's what I was gonna say is that like Mitch and Gail couldn't even navigate it after yeah. like twenty years together. So right. like how could you do it at 16 with only like a year together? Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Really hard. So then we go back to school where Jack and Jen are like walking down the hall and Jen's complaining about her fishnets itching. And I'm like, girl, yes, I wore, yeah, seriously. I wore a lot of fishnets in high school. And then I played roller derby and wore a lot of fishnets. Um, yeah. And they itch like hell, man. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they turn the corner and there's Mr. McPhee. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> no. Jen's like, like, oh, Gramps told me I should come here and yeah. see what was going on. And, Gra- and Jen's like, I'm I'll see you at home. home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. And Mr. McPhee is like, you know, I he congratulates Jack on making the football yeah. team. And then he says that he was wrong. Yeah. And he, he says Jack to come home. Yeah. He's like, you know, I thought that there was just like too many differences between us. But like. You know, I came here tonight and I realized there like wasn't. And I was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, first of all, you don't have to become gay because your son's gay. Like, you can still have a relationship with him. I like hate this guy so much. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, Mr. McPhee's like, you know, I saw myself in you when you put on this football jersey. And Jack, quite rightly, is like, shouldn't take a football jersey for you to see that. No, like fuck you man yeah uh, he's just like uh hold up I, i'm not cool with you wanting me to come home now that i play football yeah. hard pass <laughs> yeah thanks but no thanks and okay. mr mcphee's like you know i figured that's what you'd say but i wanted to ask and then yeah. jack like he like is like ask me again sometime yeah like it's hard because i think mr mcphee's a piece of shit but sure you know it is kind of like sweet, this storytelling in the sense that like this was more of like the what probably people's experiences were. Their parents like being having a hard time yeah. coming to ter- like making it about themselves, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like Mr. McPhee's trying to come around and Jack's so hurt that it's like, mm, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But then also opens the door of like one day I'm not going to be her and I will want to come home, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's cool that he knows that about Jack knows that about himself, you know? Yeah, I really I like that. And I like that he says that to his dad. I like I like mm-hmm. that he's like, not now, but like sometime. Yeah, yeah like keep asking. Mm-hmm. Like once I'm able to forgive you or feel comfortable around you, yeah. feel safe around you. Like, yeah, I, I would like you're not dead to me. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. yeah. So we go over to Andy and Pacey. Like Andy's sitting by on their spot by the water, and yeah. Pacey kind of walks up and yeah. and, and Andy he, was like, "I was hoping you'd find me here." Yeah, and he's like, "You know, I feel like I owe it to you to come and talk to you." Yeah, he's like, "I wasn't gonna come, but yeah. I owed it to you." And she's like, "You know, I I already apologized. Like, I don't really know what else I can say." Um, yeah. 
And he's like, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. And she asks if he could ever forgive her. And he's like, that that doesn't matter. Yeah, he gives a speech that I fucking love. I know. Um, So um, he says, I wrote it down. He says, Mm -hmm. like, our relationship was like this beautiful thing. And I don't think you ever realized how powerful it was. You changed my life, Andy. You were that person for me. You inspired to be me to be the man I had only ever dreamed about being. When you first started to get sick, it dawned on me that I might be that not be that person for you. I can never go back to loving you the way I did, knowing that my love wasn't strong enough the first time around. And then she's like bawling by this point. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And he's like, I can always forgive you, Andy, but I'll never forget. So like, I don't know. At first, I like didn't know if I liked that last part where he said, I can never go back to loving you the same way, knowing my love wasn't strong enough the first time around. Because I thought he was talking about like he couldn't save her from her mental illness. But I actually think that's about her cheating on him. Yeah. And so like then I was like, okay, wait, maybe I do really like all of this speech Mm because I think like I think what's so interesting about that is Pacey like really admitting like you changed my whole life. Yeah. And like as much as just like his like insecurity, like he suffers from imposter syndrome. So even though we're watching like you're the best boyfriend ever, like he never feels that way about himself. He's like, Andy, she she was amazing. She changed my life. I could never be good enough to be with her. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, and you kind of just see this like how he sees the world because he's been put down his whole life. Totally. That he's inferior his whole life, you know, even though. And even though he's like this amazing good person, the asshole Dawson is always told that is a good guy, you right. know, and he's like, he knows he could never be seen as a quote, good guy, yeah, you know, and just like, oh, it's and really sad. It is. And an- I, I just like, I do think it's true. Like, like Andy's like, I need you to forgive me. And you're yeah. like, yeah, you can forgive people. But that's not the same. Yeah. That's like, you know, like, that's not what you really need to move past you know these situations like forgiveness is a component but but you know know. yeah exactly and and andy says that she still loves him and and he grabs his hand and he sort of takes her hand off of his and i know you know like i "I gotta go it's yeah and like hand holding such like a thing in dawson's creek i know know? i do know and so he doesn't take the hand and you're like no (sighs) you know what that means like (laughs) oh my god and he just walks away and i'm just like i'm heartbroken i know i know like i know that people um really hate that andy cheated on pacey like i know that they like yeah people think it's out of character i mean i hate it i think it's out of character and it's really weird storytelling too i Okay, I don't think it's necessarily out of character. Like, Mm. I think there's, like I said, I get it. Like, if you're 16, you're, like, dealing with all this shit and someone else is also dealing with all this shit, I can see that turning into something where you sleep with someone, you know? Um, Particularly because, like, it's not like it was Andy's first time. Like, she's slept with someone before. Like, I can see that. I... There are other things that they do with Andy's character that I have problems with, but like, this is not necessarily one of them. And like, Mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's, this is a good way for them to break up. I mean. Yeah, no, I I completely agree because, you know, Pacey, like the way he explains, like, he's just not one that would forgive cheating. Yeah. Or not forget about it. Like he would never, it would never like leave him. Because he knows he has such like 
inferiority complex imposter syndrome that he would never feel safe in that relationship again if that trust was broken totally totally so um so then we're supposed to get this music cue for uh this tuck and patty cover of a cindy lopper classic time after time yeah yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it's supposed to be. And we see Mitch and Dawson dr- get back to the house and drive up, and they like, they like get out and they see yeah, Joey they see sitting Joey. on the dock. Yeah, yeah. and da- and I love this scene so much. And <laughs> Dawson goes out to talk to Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, she's just like, "No, your house is like magnetic north to me." Yeah, I, you know, when you were gone, sometimes I would just get in my boat and row to your house. Yeah, you know. And he and Dawson, like rightfully, he's like, look, we can't go back. Yeah. And she's like, I know. Um, And she says, like, that's the expression, isn't it? You can't go home again. And I just was like, girl, one day you're going to have to write a paper on that book. And it will (laughs) nearly kill you. (laughs) Thomas Wolfe. Yeah. I will not forget. Interesting Uh, how she's like again highlighting how like the Leary house is home to her, and also Mm -hmm. Dawson feels like home to her, Uh you know. And And she's she's, like, he apologizes for what um, she saw, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, no, don't apologize. Like, I I needed that. Yeah. And she's like, to see what it would be like to move on and meet new people. Yeah, she's like, it made something click. Like that yeah. I felt how wrong this would be for us to try to do this again. And um, Dawson's kind of like, you know, it's weird how that happens. Like you still love the person, but you stop needing them like they used to. Like you yeah. used to. And I was like, whoo, that is a lesson. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And Joey's like, yeah, it's weird and kind of sad. And I'm yeah, just like, totally. yeah, true, guys. Like both of you all are on the money. No, true. Seriously. It is weird yeah. and sad and it sucks. Yeah. And then Joey says, you know, so we're friends, then a couple. Friends again, then a couple. So what are we now? <laughs> and he's like, we're Dawson and Joey. And then... I hate that. That, like, I was like, oh, God. Like, you know, but okay, I get it for the show. We need yeah, that. I hear you. I like what she says. I think, like, you know, no, I think I like they're just... He fr- wants to identify, like, what are we? Are we yeah. friends or a couple? Like, you know, or yeah. if we're what's going on and he right. but then that that's the thing is the way Dawson sees it that's the problem with their relationship is right. that he's like we're Dawson and Joey we're something so unique so special <laughs> it's undefinable yeah. you know and you're yeah. like I, I think you're friends again yeah it seems like you're friends maybe not as yeah. close of friends as you were but yeah friends. yeah but unfortunately there's only one word and it's friend yeah, <laughs> it means exactly. a multitude of things it does you know? it does so he then takes his necklace off that necklace <laughs> yeah. And he gives it to her. I'm like, finally, we're getting rid of that fucking necklace. I know. Um, <laughs> and then Joey's like, do you think every Joey has a Dawson and every Dawson has a Joey? And he says, I, I hope so. I hope so. For their sake. I that's. I think that's sweet. I like it. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then we just like get this beautiful shot of the two of them sitting on the dock, the lights glistening off the water, and this time after time cover, which is great, like playing, and we fade to black. Yeah. It's interesting that they ended the past two episodes at like on a panning shot of Joey sitting on a dock <laughs> with different boys each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Maybe next episode will be her and Jack. Her and Jack sitting on the dock. 
<laughs> I don't remember, but I don't think that's how it ends. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know. This episode has, like, its odd moments, but I actually really like this one. Like, I had fun I, with it. Yeah. It's it's weird. The storytelling still a little bit weird. Yeah, you know? it's still a little um, off, but... There's, like, some problems and yeah but it was still good I'm excited we're in season three yeah and I feel like this is actually really great I know I've said it about like nine episodes in season two but I'm gonna say it again which is this seems like a really great setup episode for like the first part of the the season you know it's like like Jack's a football player Andy and Pacey are broken up you know Joey and Dawson are like talking you know like Pacey and Andy are moving apart Dawson and Joey are moving apart yeah. Jack and Jen are like trying new shit and are being there for each other. Yeah. And then like we see that this football guy, Henry, has a crush on Jen. Like, yeah. hey, I can see what the first half of this yeah. season is going to look like, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. and, so, and like, who are you rooting for? I'm, who am I rooting for? I, I mean, I'm rooting for all of them, kind of. Like, I'm rooting for Pacey and Andy to like, now move apart in a healthy yeah not horribly painful way i mean that shit is horribly painful particularly yeah. your first big love breakup i mean that fucking sucks oh, i know Ooh. and then like dawson and joey like i'm rooting for them to move apart in a way that they you know yeah yeah totally that's like yeah, i mean ultimately like joey said they need she needed to see where he ended and she began. Yeah. She's going like, to really have to see it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and Dawson as well, you know, yeah. he needs to like see where he ends and she began. So, yeah. you know, that's really good for both of them. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I'm, I'm heartbroken for Andy. Yeah. I'm heartbroken for her. That's so hard. I don't know. You know, I have very complicated feelings about it. <laughs> you yeah. know, no, um, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy that Jack's got something, but also I have read a lot of books about CTE and I'm like, maybe football? No, like protect that brain, Jack, protect that brain. Um, And looking, I'm delighted by this Jen cheerleader story. I know a lot of people hate it, but like, I think it's hysterical and I'm I'm into it. So funny. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Like both of those storytellings are so stupid, but so funny. I know. Like you're like, all right, I can run with this. You know, like Like, when does Jen and Jack get to be the comic really like, you know, like when does, you know, they usually have the like deep emotional storyline. So like, let them have a little fun, man. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. For our listener corner, this is from Rachel. I've been meaning to ask you this question a few weeks now, though I still think it's relevant. Given the current moment and the lens we have to really focus on dismantling white patriarchal supremacy, how do you think our other beloved teen soaps would hold up? I'm thinking about Seth on the OC, Avi, and the most of the males on Gossip Girl, um, whose toxicity wasn't really hidden, to be honest. Steve from 90210 and even Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. They all have seemed somewhere on the scale of obnoxious to full on predator, Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> but the audience, including myself, were given, um, were much more forgiving then. We just overlooked it often because they were attractive. Mm. Do you think it, if you were to rewatch them now, you would find some of these white males as offensive as Dawson? 
I mean, I've actually been thinking about this a lot in yeah. terms of Friday Night Lights. I'm too scared to rewatch it. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like, it's hard because I haven't rewatched it, but I'm like, I don't, I yeah. think Riggins would hold up. Yeah. I do think Riggins would hold up. Obviously I like an underdog. So like, yeah, that's more of my vibe, which is why on the OC, I never liked Seth. I, I always thought he was an asshole. Um, so yeah. I don't think Seth would hold up. I, um, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I have not rewatched the OC recently. I agree with you that I don't think Seth would hold up. And I actually would argue that one of the reasons the OC fell apart was because they Seth. Seth kind of got out from that like nerd boy, like that real nerd that was like, I am actually a real nerd and like got into one of those like shitty nerds that was like, you know, like I could imagine Dawson. Yeah. Right. Like I could imagine Seth on the internet being like, you're ruining my childhood because there are women in Ghostbusters, like, you know, or something yeah, like that, yeah, you know, totally. like, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think there are certain ones that hold up and certain ones that don't. The one I can say, because I do rewatch this show so often, is that Jordan Catalano does not hold up in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's like, you know, there's a part of me that is 14 that is yeah. forever in love with Jordan Catalano. Um, like Jordan Catalano was a shitty person even when the show aired. Right. So like I do actually think his character holds up insofar as like that, you yes, know? Yes, and like yes, yes. and like he just represents whatever hot guy you would have wanted. He's such like a vacant character, which yeah. was the whole point. Yeah. So like it, interestingly he holds up but only that he sucked. Like, you know, you're like Right. That's the whole point is you're like, that guy's hot. I want to be with him. And But the parents are like, what? No, don't do that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and like you just go through that, you know. Um, but yeah, I yeah. mean, I think like I think and it's been a long time since I watched Gossip Girl and I will admit that I didn't watch the whole series. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That like I, I mean, was always, Chuck was always a dick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but I, I do think, think like Rachel I do think you're right. I think that those shows used to in the same way they do with Dawson kind of let those people off the hook. And like yeah. let's be honest in the same way our fucking whole society does it. Yeah, you no, know, it's just a reinforcement of the patriarchy, you know. It's like yeah. no, but they're hot or they're this or they're that. So like, you know, they're like, you know, in Dawson like they're a good guy, you know, yeah. and just like that kind of stuff is like it's indoctrinated in especially young girls from you know when we're young until we you know are adults (laughs) you know and then even more so but like from a young age it's like no but he's a good guy or he's hot so you should let him get away with this behavior (laughs) because because you're getting what you want the hot guy instead of like thinking about it more complexly of like well what do you want about that person (laughs) you know is it just because they're hot then acknowledge that and like just you know move on but uh but yeah Riggins I'm scared what do you think about Riggins I feel like Riggins there was a way in which he owned his sleaziness and like if I'm if I'm like if I'm thinking about it he it's like he's not out there assaulting people or like you know not that he doesn't have some real questionable behavior and not that he can't be an asshole but like He's I feel like part I mean, I feel like one of the things that I've always been attracted to with Tim Riggins is that he's kind of a dick. 
Like, mm-hmm. and he's like one of those people where it's like, look, if I look at a character like Tim Riggins in the lens of like what I had to deal with in high school, I fucking hated that guy. Like, don't get me wrong. I hated that guy in high school. But Taylor Kitsch and the way he plays him is so goddamn charming yeah. that like it's hard not to see that charm. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that like, yeah, he doesn't always treat people well. But he's not. Um, well, he's just like a lot of the underdog characters. They become like the moral compass. Like he definitely was had a very real sense of right and wrong. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and like, you know, I, I feel like I feel like you can. There are things that you can assume about Riggins that are bad, but I'm not sure the show ever shows them to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, as I'm sure he's, you know slept with girls and not called and you know done all sorts of kind of mean things but like Mm -hmm. uh, but i don't know i I mean i think we have to see people do mean things and do bad things and do that kind of stuff but it's still like a chris wolf situation where you're like well you know what you're getting (laughs) yeah yeah he's kind of a chris wolf i mean he's better than chris wolf obviously but he is kind of like that you know so yeah Uh, that's interesting i'm a little scared to go back and rediscover (laughs) tim riggins too because i do love him so much i know even coach taylor i'm like is he gonna suck he might suck oh god I'm scared. The thing that you can hold on to, though, is that Tammy Taylor is a fucking queen and has the best I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. All right. Well, thank you for your question, Rachel. Thanks thanks for listening. Uh, I hope everyone's staying safe, washing their hands, wearing a mask. Um, It's a wild time to be alive. (laughs) Uh, You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Um, You can email us, DawsonsCritique at gmail.com. Uh, we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.hensley. Please like us, subscribe, uh, write reviews wherever you can get your podcasts. It helps us out when you, uh, you do that. Um, you can pre-order our book anywhere you get your books. Uh, we have signed copies available at rarebirdlit.com. Um, we highly encourage you to order it from your favorite indie bookstore um, and support those local businesses, particularly during this time. P- we would always like to thank Andrew Bush, who we cannot wait to see again. My God. Um, and uh, at some point, we will get back there into our studio. You can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Rarebird books can be found on the internet at rarebirdlit.com or on social medias at rarebirdlit. This has been a Rarebird production. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.